Greetings, soul family, and welcome to the Cool Ass Conversations podcast. I'm Big G, one third of the podcast team. We also have Oshawa Nicole and Johnny Holmes II, aka Apostle. We thank you for tuning in as we embark on another cool ass journey. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. So today's discussion is going to be cooperative components, the phrase I like, um, the, the, those things in the universe that come together to uh, help our manifestations grow, but we'll get into that more, you know, in depth. Um, everybody might have their own definition, but that's, that's mine. Okay. Yeah, I love the concept of cooperative components because that just... You know, it's an indication of when things are popping into place or um, revealing themselves to be helpful. So we often think of cooperative components as something that is an indication of synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just happened to be in that place and that person has just happened to show up with the information that I needed or they were just there. They worked there for just the right amount of time for me to get this done. And then, you know, but what it really is an indication of when you are asking for things mm-hmm. and you're moving as if those things are going to unfold, people, events, circumstances, become cooperative components to your desire. Mm -hmm. They actually line up to facilitate the very thing that you are choosing to manifest or seeking to manifest or experience. Hmm. Yeah, those uh, seemingly random things. (laughs) Yeah. People who come into your experience out of seemingly nowhere, you'd like, what did that person just, like, that person just... (laughs) Right. Come out of thin air, like looking around the corner when they leave, you know. Sure. Somebody comes with that right advice. You're looking for an address. And somebody just randomly, oh, you're looking for such and such? You're like, yeah, how did you know? It's right. like, yeah, it's right over there. It's like, oh, wow, okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then when you turn around, they go on like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's going on here? Sure. That's yeah. a cooperative component. And sometimes we're the cooperative components. Absolutely. So I'll be like, okay, I have no idea why I'm, you know, I don't know why I picked that up before I walked out of the house. Mm -hmm. I just needed, you know, I just grabbed this extra whatever. And the next thing I know, somebody needs whatever I had picked up to bring to the situation. And, um, you know, and that kind of thing happens a lot. I know what I have trained myself to do is when I get, an inclination or I'll call it a vibrational hit mm-hmm. <laughs> to do something like that. Like, okay, I'm not sure why I need to do this right now, but <laughs> let me just take care of this thing. And then I all I often expect that it's because someone somewhere else needs it. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's myself. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm a cooperative component to my own manifestation or my own journey. Okay. Absolutely. It's like you you twirl in the pen. You don't know why. You just pulled this pen out and just start, you know, fumbling with it or whatever. And somebody walk up like, oh, thank you. I was looking for a pen. Like, oh, oh okay. Well, here you go. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that, that I can see that happening in a myriad of ways mm-hmm. um, where <clears throat> things that <clears throat> you are looking to uh, or components in life that you are in need of um, at any given time something as simple as that pen I'm thinking because 
when you come in contact with people, I can't tell you how many times I've had people with the directions mm -hmm. uh, pull up on the block, and, and it's like, where do you, where they come from? Because the block that I'm on now, it um, has like a cul-de-sac, and mm -hmm. so typically people that hit our block know where they're going. Mm -hmm. And so when this individual years ago came down the block, I can tell they were out of the, out of their, their boundaries, and and he pulls up and he's like, uh, can, can you tell me where this is? And I knew exactly where it was that he was going. So to have that information that cooperated, that component which cooperated with his need, yes. that is very magical. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I can see that. I never heard of that term before. Heard you guys talking it back, you know, tossing it back and forth. So I really wanted to get into that. Yeah, the being your own cooperative component, you know, I, I, I just watched... Uh, that's an Abraham video and heard I don't I often use cooperative components I always say oh uh, you know when you make a, a determination and you choose a direction or what have you the universe creates cooperative components to come together to facilitate whatever it is that you're doing and then this morning I was listening to an Abraham while watching the Abraham video and it was like be your own cooperative component you know hmm. and it's like wow that's that's powerful or impactful just to think is when you want to get something accomplished you need to be the the most cooperative component you know or, or and i think mostly get out of your own way sure yeah you know, sure. this is what i want to do but right. but but it's like, no, get out of your own way. If you will move to do something, then do that, you know. Yep. I'm, yeah, I mean, I oh, I could tell a whole bunch, of, you know, speak of many instances where this is important, where yeah. it really matters, where it's critical. But when I hear that, you know, be your own cooperative component, it just reminds me that we are our biggest advocates anyway. So... And we're receiving the inspiration constantly and consistently mm -hmm. to take action on our own behalf. We're often dismissing it as something else or succumbing to whatever the circumstances are mm -hmm. that we're in. Mm -hmm. We're frequently um, arguing for our limiting habits <laughs> or beliefs in some way. And I always think... Um, that because we live in the eternal moment of now, it's mm -hmm. always now. Mm -hmm. Now is always a good time. Right. So if, and what I have retrained my thinking around is in order to become a really good cooperative component for my own manifesting, mm -hmm. I need to take action when the inspiration appears. So when the inspiration comes, I act on the thought to the best of my ability at that moment. Gotcha. I don't wait. I, you know, if I'm sitting, watching a movie, like a really good example is, you know, um, I was last night I was watching something that I was really interested in watching and the phone rang mm -hmm. and I was like, I really didn't want to <laughs> take the call because I'm like, I don't want to put this on pause. I want to see what happens next. But then I was like, no, this person's calling. This is not someone I talk to frequently. Let me just now, you know, I didn't go through this whole justification in my sure. mind, but I yeah. was moved to just answer the call okay. and ended up having a really 
delightful conversation and they were giving me some really valuable feedback about something we created mm. on you know conversation we were having on, on the podcast and I thought that was really awesome yeah. you know this person yeah. lives in another state they're in another time zone it was just great and so um I appreciate being my own cooperative component to the inspiration to take action to even do this podcast you know yeah we just decided to do it. It was something that had been coming up in different ways. Right. But our willingness to come together, mm-hmm. our insistence on continuing to come together, That's right. mm-hmm. our diligence on just taking the next step and taking the next step and That's taking right. the next step. That's right. That's how we become our own cooperative components and not saying, oh, I don't feel like doing all this work. I don't right. want to have to go through the trouble. I'm not going to. No, we're actually reorganizing things in our lives to make more space for this yeah. because it feels good That's because right. it's fun because who knows where it's going to go we don't really have an end game we sure. might have right. some imagination That's about right. how right. we'd like it to go right. Right. but you know just staying with it and trusting the process along the way you know so much of being a cooperative component is about trusting process just take the next step trust right. that the next step is going to reveal the next step and it's all going to lead to something wonderful mm-hmm. i think it's it also about um, removing your resistance to things. Yes. Like a popular phrase you'll hear people say, you know, when they reach a point of frustration, Jesus take the wheel. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know I've what I mean? That. Right. That, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's right. more, uh, to me, that uh, that's about you not adding the either negativity or the resistance to what's, you know, what the natural direction or the natural order of things should be, right. you know, and not dismissing a lot of, I think we get a lot of natural directions that we dismiss. Absolutely. Because we're so busy trying to make it be a certain way or, or we think it has to happen in, along mm-hmm. a certain course of events. And no, it's about removing yourself as that. And when you were talking about the uh, leaving the house and and it seemed like there was some intuitive, uh, something that kind of gave you that, uh, maybe I should grab this. And maybe not even for you, Mm -hmm. but it ends up being a cooperative component for someone else. We were on training Thursday. And um, uh, while I was on training, um, I, I got a phone call from a number I've never seen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, I'll just let it go to voicemail and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll deal with it later. And then uh, no voicemail, they call right back. Something's like, ah, Let's see what that I'll let is. that go and go to voicemail That's again. Right. What's that about? You know, right, what, right, what, right. They, what they want calling me this late at night, but then something didn't seem right. It's why they called me so late. I went on to answer the call. It was my baby girl. She had just gotten in a car accident on the expressway. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, had avoided a truck. And uh, needed some 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 pin code or something mm-hmm. to get access to. I don't know if it was a new phone she was on. Her mom had just let her hold it, so she just left her mom. She couldn't contact it, so she mm-hmm. needed me to connect the dots. So I was the mm-hmm. cooperative component right. for Absolutely. her to connect with her mom, yes. so that she can facilitate the emergency that she had. So I thought that was that was another indicator. As I'm hearing you guys really lay that out, I, I could see such value. Now I want to ask you a question, cuz, because when you say that we are our greatest advocates, mm-hmm. um, I love that because as a, a child advocate advocating for youth for years, mm-hmm. uh, in a, in a, in a variety of spaces, it, it made me think about being my own advocate. And I wonder if you're not being your own 
I don't know if you call it your best or your own cooperative component. Mm -hmm. You're probably more adversarial, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can yeah. be our, our You know biggest. what I mean? Our biggest adversary yeah. versus our Absolutely. advocate. So I see the need for this cooperative, you know, Ooh. following that, please. So I have a great story. I was just, um, I hadn't thought about this in a little while. I was just telling somebody the story uh, a couple of days ago. So I had a, a fire in my condo building two years ago, mm -hmm. well, two and a half years ago now. And um, it was devastating. There was over a million dollars damage to the building. Wow. I lost everything because the fire was right beneath my unit. Wow. And so uh, my unit and the one next door got most of the damage, including, uh, of course, beyond the one that was actually originated the mm -hmm. fire. Okay. So, um, but anyway, as a result of that, it happened on a Sunday morning and it was Easter morning on top of being a wow. Sunday morning. So stuff isn't necessarily open. Right, right, right. <laughs> it was, you know, it just happened to be an exceptionally cold Easter morning. So don't sound like it was easy that Sunday morning. Oh my goodness. It was like, <laughs> it, you know, it happened right after 9 a.m. Oh, I wow. was literally in the bathroom about to take a shower. So I luckily I still had my nightgown on. Okay. But it was a, it was not a, you know, it wasn't like flannel or anything. It I was just you. like a little strap, you know, right. uh, nightgown. And um, my, uh, anyway, we ended up having to flee the building. It was about 25 degrees outside. It was oh, wow. really cold. And I was fortunate enough to have grabbed the two things that were on the top of my dirty clothes hamper because I had just pulled it out of the closet because I was going to do laundry that morning. I'm like, mm. let me take a shower, put something on so I can go do laundry. And then, um, so it was like a sweater and some jeans. And, um, but I had flip-flops on. I did not have a phone, did not have my car keys. I had my purse. You know, that was the last thing I grabbed on the way out, right. running out the door, trying to flee the building. So anyway, it's Sunday morning. We're standing out on the curb at this point, across the street. Um, half my neighbors are out there. Some of us, everybody's more in some, semblance of sleepwear sure, sure. <laughs> whether it was sweats or sure. jogging pants or something somebody had on shorts um a couple of them didn't even have shoes or socks mm. on because you know you're it, anyway it was right. first yeah. thing in the morning right and so neighbors are coming out and they're bringing us blankets and um socks and hats and things because you know we're, we're freezing out there cuddled wow. together and I, I was explaining to my girlfriend, I was like, you know, this is crazy because I things you don't think about, like in case of an emergency like this. I said, I was so grateful for the American Red Cross that morning. I had never ex had, to, I had never had a need to experience the services of the Red Cross. Mm -hmm. They showed up like, I don't know if they came right with or right after the fire department, like they were there immediately, okay. <laughs> you okay. know. I don't even think I'd spoken to a police officer before the Red Cross lady was coming over getting our, you know, getting information. And they ended up providing us with some services and some emergency cash. Like, okay. well, it wasn't in the form of, it was a Visa debit card, but they gotcha. were like, you know, here's money. You can at least get a hotel room tonight. Wow. You can eat. And I was like, when I thought about it, they had little bags of toiletries and like a, a washcloth and toothpaste and brush and comb right, and right. soap and I mean stuff that we Your had no access sure, to at right, that moment right, right. <laughs> right but suddenly became really a big deal I was like I didn't even have clean underwear right, right, <laughs> so right. if I take a shower I don't even have anything wow, to put on right. you know 
And so um, wow. I was just like, wow, just because, you know, I can file, I can fill out my claim form on my phone, which I didn't have because my phone was still in the house or I could find somebody with a computer, let me do it. But the insurance company is going to call me back on Sunday morning, mm -hmm. <laughs> on Easter Sunday morning, right, you know, right. things like that. But they were there and it was incredibly helpful. Mm -hmm. They were a cooperative component to you. our emergency. Gotcha. Um, mm -hmm. And to, again, my wanting, my expecting to be well all the time, you know, you're, right. you're supporting our well-being. Sure. Right. But you have to put that signal out on a regular basis. And I'm not saying that the Red Cross is everywhere all the time. I'm sure there's plenty of situations where maybe they're not as responsive or sure. whatever, you know, like sure. I don't know how that works. I don't sure. have a devastating event like that happen in my life frequently, yeah. but um, I was impressed yeah. and I was, and it was helpful for us. So, and then an even bigger example of that and this, again, just blows my mind. Um, I was two days later, I had the opportunity to um, access temporary housing from a friend who just found out that I had the fire and invited me to stay at her place. She was going out of town and oh, wow. I was so blown away. Like, wow, this is a big deal and thank you. and. You know, I was I was going to be setting up in the hotel for a few days, yeah. trying to figure things out and right. looking for an apartment and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, and I just happened to have called her because she was sick and we were both going to meet a meet miss a meeting. And I called to express, you know, to just, you know, check in on her and say, hey, you know, um, I'm so sorry you're sick. I hope you feel better soon. That's really not, you know, I whatever um and you know by the way i'm i was going to meet miss the meeting anyway because the fire happened and she was like oh my goodness so it suddenly became not even about her sickness but i wasn't that was i wasn't leading with that like sure, right, sure, <laughs> you know i was right. certainly not expecting anything i didn't sure. even know she had this other residence that she could offer me up right, you know like right. it was it was just really mind-blowing and and it was it just really moved me that wow because I appreciate that my kindness to others all the time was returned to me with this sure. amazing act of kindness. Sure. You know. Well, um, you talked about the signal. <clears throat> I'm curious to know, is there a is there an intentionality behind the emitting of that signal for the cooperative component, that thing that I need, that thing that I'm seeking? When you said signal, that's what I was hearing. No, so it's not it's aff affirming basically so again when we've had discussions before about things like pivoting or mm -hmm. surrendering or expectation we've talked a bit about expectations sure. Sure. here and there um we can always reframe how we position ourselves in the world and so or we should be aware of how we're framing it to begin with mm -hmm. so people who are operating um from the framework of you know, I have to protect myself because somebody's always trying to take advantage of me versus I'm always safe and secure in my interactions. People mm -hmm. are always looking out for me. I, right. You know, someone always has my back. I'm always supported. I'm always surrounded by angels. Someone is, there's always someone in my vicinity who is available to support me. Okay. That's fundamental to my belief system. Okay. 
I don't know a lot of people who have that. I know some people who do, but, you know, more people who don't have that kind of um, habit of thought in their consciousness. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by the signal. Your thoughts about your world, your relationship to the world, your relationship to people, to things, to scenarios, is the signal that you're broadcasting and the universe must return cooperative components to support that signal. So powerful. I just heard you say something that I we're going to have to build on at some point, yes. maybe here or later, but the habit of your thoughts. Yes. Just going to let that breathe because you know, habitual thoughts. Yeah. I'm just thinking about the habit of your thoughts and how you say a lot because how mm -hmm. even if you find yourself or you're thinking or you're deciding to be a particular way, how it doesn't take you long to make a correction or a pivot because I'm thinking the habit of your thoughts mm -hmm. won't allow you to sit in that 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 cognition that pessimistic cognitive place long yes, that's what yes, i'm thinking yeah so i just wanted to say that real quick big g i don't know i don't want to seem no. like i keep no. grilling cuz <laughs> no no, <laughs> she, no. She, she she just had a few of my answers bro that's all i know you got some of them <laughs> no it, it just for me in the vein of being your own cooperative component mm -hmm. is like with my journey you know with weight loss and uh the getting healthier and all of those types of things. Mm -hmm. The urge to say, okay, I'm good with kind of what I've been doing, but I'm not, it's time, it's like that urge is time to kick it up a notch. Okay. You know, and then uh, that's when I added the walking, you know, and so at first it was kind of slow going, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But the, the, intentionality yes, and the the stick to it mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean mm -hmm. to continue to the consistency that's what I was looking for the, you know to keep pushing mm -hmm. you know I went from probably you know uh, we'll say like 1500 steps you know what I mean all the way up to like earlier this week or last week, you know what I mean? I got up to like 8,000 steps, like which a is... a little bit more, cause I saw your numbers. The, the, I, think yeah. was, I know you're minimizing it right now, but it's, I think it's, it was between eight and nine. Yes, yeah, sir, go yeah. ahead, go but, ahead. <laughs> but the, the goal, like I remember, to, to bring it full circle, I remember when uh, I first uh, went for my consultation before I had the surgery and uh, afterwards, you know, we were talking about kind of what would be happening after or what the activity level is. Well, after I had the surgery, they were like, yeah, so, you know, we're looking for, you know, you had daily activity about 10,000 steps. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I beg your pardon. Right, about, right, you know, right. And at this time, I'm averaging anywhere from... 500 to 1,000 gotcha. to 10,000. Right, like, right. that sounded like, like 10, so what am I running a marathon? Right, like, right, you know right, what I mean? Right. So I looked at it, and I'm like, let me look this up. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And so 10,000 steps equates to a little over three miles okay. on, a, on a daily basis. Okay. And I'm like, who walks 10,000 steps? Well, I but that's easy. I mean, but, I think about it because I'm like, even just working downtown, just by the time I go to lunch or go shopping or run to the movies sure. or whatever. Sure. And I would like to take those walks because I could feel the difference when I'm wet. Like now we're in this, we're still in mm -hmm. the COVID 
yeah. protocol. So I'm not getting out and like beating the street, you know, pounding pavement. Right. I used to call it pounding the pavement like right. I used to because right. <laughs> right. I really yeah. enjoyed that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's so funny because there were times when I was heavier that I probably was doing that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like uh, I remember one time uh, I worked on Michigan and Grand and I went from that job to I walked to Water Tower, yeah, which is probably so. That's a mile Grand is yeah, yeah. Grand is like five hundred, yeah, uh, north and Water Tower was like a thousand ten like ten hundred we'll say yep. like north. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah, uh, something around there. So it was there and back. Sure. Yeah. You know what I and mean? And that's just yeah. in one direction because you've got the. Um, yeah, it's bi-directional, so you're going blocks over and blocks up. So, exactly. Yeah, it's and a then lot to more. you know just walking. That didn't. Did I get lunch during that time? Yeah, because then I had to walk somewhere. I had to veer off, get lunch, then come back. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and then that didn't include my walk to and from the train, and then to and from. You know what I mean? So right. all of the steps. So yeah, I probably was more apt to do that amount. But because of the surrounding habits that I had at that point, right. I hadn't gotten uh, my nutrition together mm-hmm. and those, you know, those other cooperative components sure. surround to support the cardio aspect, which is what that, you know, the walking was to, you know, make put me in a beneficial space. But now that I've kind of worked on the nutrition part and the surrounding components, mm-hmm. Adding the cardio back now is what yeah. I think is going to the combination of sure. is what's gonna you know overall put me in the place that I want to be. Got a question? Do you guys feel that you, when it comes to the component, that you should be conscious of the component, or just just uh, like so? If I'm in need of a tool mm-hmm. of any kind, um, anything, I'm in need of that thing. Uh, and I may not be aware that that's what I need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, how do you propose uh, getting into right thinking pertaining mm-hmm. to the component? You know, what would be an ex an exercise of identifying, of declaring, of of uh, sending out a signal intentionally about the actual specific component that's needed for whatever it is you're endeavoring? I think willingness. Trust, expect, and and I, I use expectation tentatively. I got you. But I want you to expect that yeah. it's going to come a particular way or whatever. Yeah. But being open and receptive yeah. to whatever comes, the more open you are. And I recently, I literally just had someone within the last week tell me this. She's like, I don't know if I've met, you know, anyone who's as open as you are. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm open to whatever is coming in. Right. Because you're assigning a definition to it. So you're not necessarily, it's not about looking for a cooperative component. Okay. It's about acknowledging that something is a cooperative component. So when you're- Good distinction. Yeah, so when you're, you're moving through your life or through whatever scenario you're in, um, you know, it's like saying, okay, I don't, okay, so sometimes I'll, I'll just talk out loud to the universe. Be like, okay, universe, I need this to happen. I don't know how it's going to, I don't know how to, I don't know how it's going to happen, but some kind of how it needs, I need this to be worked out. Sure. Or I need to figure out how to do something, or I need to find someone who can do something. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, you're having a conversation and 
Um, somebody's like, oh yeah, I just did this. And it's like, are you kidding? <laughs> I was literally just asking. There's no worry in your projection though. No. Right. There's just no. a, there's a confidence. Yeah. An assurance that it's going to come. Something's going to happen. Just, yeah, something's I got gonna you. Move. I got you. I'm going to get a clue. Some, something's going to pop up. Mm -hmm. Or it's just going to get done. <laughs> Sometimes mm -hmm. I don't have to do anything. Um, I just show up and it's done for me. Mm -hmm. uh, it was so funny. Um, I mean, just all kinds of little things. So yesterday, it was... I was... I was at home and um, I had some extra time and I was waiting for a package, but I wasn't sure when the package was going to get delivered. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking to myself randomly first thing in the morning, oh, it'd be really awesome if that came early because usually, you know, UPS deliveries, you just don't know sometimes. Right. And then when I look at the truck in my neighborhood, I'm like, they're going to every other house and then the whole neighborhood. <laughs> it's going to take them forever to loop back around to me, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, um, sure enough. And then I didn't even think about it. I totally forgot about it. Got busy doing other stuff. Was on the phone. Did a few other things. I was in a call and the phone rang. And I was like, who is ringing my doorbell? And then I was like wait that might be a delivery let me run downstairs so I still had the phone call in progress I go downstairs and there wasn't anything in the hallway because usually I can look over the banister and see if the door was open they popped it inside wasn't there so I went downstairs opened up the front door and there was this huge box way bigger than I expected <laughs> sitting on the stoop and I was like whoa okay why is this box so big? And then I'm trying to remember, what the heck did I order? Like, I don't think it would have taken up all this box space, sure. you know? So the, and I was like, I'm not sure if it's heavy. I don't know if I could take this all the way upstairs. So I grabbed the box and it was pretty lightweight. It was just big and bulky. So I wasn't going to try and get it upstairs. So I brought it in, but it was funny because I was actually on the phone making plans to go out within a couple of hours. And because the package had come, I was able, it was curtains. I was able to take the curtains out of the box, put some of them up <laughs> before I actually left, which I really wanted to do gotcha. earlier than later. I wanted to do it while it, it was still light outside. Mm -hmm. And um, and I got that done. It was like, this is awesome. And so little things like that, it's such a common experience in my experience yeah. because of my habit of thought and expectation. I and when I'm making a request to the universe, it's like placing an order. Mm -hmm. I don't sit and go, oh my gosh, are they going to send my stuff? Is it going to be right? Or is it going to, are they going to get the right house? Mm -hmm. Is it, you know, like I don't think about any of that stuff. Right, right, you know, it's, I always say to people, it's like making an, an appointment for a hair service or, you know, you make an appointment for a haircut and they say, okay, we'll see you in two weeks on Thursday. You don't then hang up the phone and go, oh. Are you going to be in business? Is this place going to, is the building still going to be there? Are they mm -hmm. going to know who I am? Are they going to remember how to do the service? I mean, you would never think that yeah, stuff. As yeah. a matter of fact, if you showed up and they were closed or something else was going on, you'd have a problem yeah. because your expectation is so absolute I got you. that that is a done deal. It is with that level of faith, mm -hmm. of confidence, mm -hmm. of knowing that you are to proceed through your life. So when you're putting out a request, when you're asking, mm, 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 you need mm. to know that it is given, it is done in that moment. It's mm, just a matter mm. of continuing along your path until the doneness of it reveals itself. That's beautifully said. I love it. Yeah.
I like to look at it as meditation brings manifestation. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of daily, you you uh, you meditate to just get yourself into a state of of that well-being, like you know that 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 certainty in mm-hmm. your mind. Basically, for me, manif- well, meditation settles the mind. And it's like so the the all of the thoughts that you think for that day because you're you're resolute within yourself, then everything is gives a strong vibration. Mm-hmm. When you like, oh, I need to get over here by this certain time. What time is it? Now? Huh, I'll be you know no problem. I'll make it. You know what I mean? Traffic may be extra light lighter than you anticipated. Sure. You know, you may not have to get gas. You're like, sure. oh, I got more gas. Now. You know what I mean? Just the cooperative components are lining up without you having to have, like, line item. Okay, I need the gas. To, you know what I'm saying? Right, and all right, of that, you right. know. I got I got one. That illustration <clears throat> made me think of a time when I was on the, I was about to get on the expressway. And I was, you know, something directed me to go back in the house to get something. I go back in the house and I grab it and mm-hmm. come back out to the car and I'm, I feel like I'm a little behind schedule now, mm-hmm. about, about five, ten minutes. I get on the expressway and I'm headed to my, my office or whatever. And all of a sudden, you just talked about the traffic being mm-hmm. lighter. The traffic was extremely heavy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> looking at my watch like I'm not gonna make it now. And I'm like, what in the world is going on up here? And sure enough, there's an accident on our side of the expressway. And I'm thinking to myself, five minutes prior, mm. I would have probably been a part of this accident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even the cooperative component, yes. as you were illustrating that, sounds like sometimes even when we, which is why I love what you were saying, because cause I think there's got to be a, a releasing of that thing once it's been thought of, once it's been, you know, uh, uh, and like you, I don't want to throw expect, expected, but you know right, what I mean. Right. You know, mm-hmm. once you put it out there, put the request out yep. there, there's then a release of it knowing that it's going to manifest yep. in due, in its due time. Um, and when circumstances sometimes appear to be delaying or, or keeping you yeah. seemingly away from what it is. You remember the conversation we had where... Um, we were I called you I was running a little late yep. you were running a little behind but it all worked out perfectly like yep. when we got here the timing seemed to be perfect the vibration of our flow seemed to yes. be right in sync so I think sometimes in our minds that's why I loved I think when you talked about the habit of thought because I think sometimes my habit of thought has been um, of such that <clears throat> I have an idea but I feel like it's got to go this way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's got to come at this time. Yep. And so instead of putting the request out there and letting it manifest like it will, trusting, mm-hmm. you know, and, and believing, having faith that it's going to do what it's going to do. And then going on with my day, like you said, I'm not going to make the appointment and then be, you know, start getting into my anxiety of whether or not they're going to be able to worry. You know, it, yeah, right? why, why am I going there? <laughs> right. That's the habit of thought. Yeah, that was my prior habit of thought. So that's why when you guys start talking about intentionality in that space, I really see. So that's why I was I really pressed that point, because I think you're helping helping mm-hmm. individuals like me who sometimes 
you know, when you hear cooperative component, okay, I get that. But then when you made that distinction between, and I forget how you worded it, I got to go back and listen to this podcast. <laughs> so when you talked about, right, right, when you talked about the distinction between the cooperative component, ah, oh, how did you say that? It was so well stated. It was I'm like, it, it, what it, 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 I yeah. guess I could summarize it by saying it was the, it was the, how you use the term efforting a yes, lot yes. it's like instead of efforting to manifest the thing yes. it's like you just you know you're allowing um, it you're allowing so, that's oh, the word yes it's the allowing getting into the space that you learn how to just allow it to be so yeah. and i and i think we're gonna have to really unpack that piece too yeah please. well we can we can go into that a little bit right okay. now because um in order to really leverage the concept of cooperative component, it it requires surrender. We mm -hmm. did a whole segment on just okay. surrender. That's right. Because you're just relinquishing, um, like I said, expectation or your assertion into the process, your insertion into the process. Right. So you don't have to make anything happen. Right. Your job is to claim what you want and allow it to happen. Mm. Amid, um, that is so good. Yeah, because think about it. Your greatest act of faith, your greatest act of of uh, expectation of the doneness of something is to proceed as if it's already done. That is absolutely true. As if it's mm. coming. That's absolutely true. There's a scripture I love to quote, and I wrote it on Facebook uh, in part Friday. Um, I just felt like declaring uh, fantasy fulfilling Friday. And I said something about my faith, how I just felt so focused and so full of faith. But, and I think my hashtag said, I believe uh, that it's received, mm -hmm. right? Yes, you Already, did. I saw that. you know yes. what I mean? Yes. So, so, and Mark eleven twenty four says that, mm -hmm. what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you received it and you shall have it. Asking harmonizes exactly what what you just said. Exactly, I love it. And it's a but it's also about the ease. So I, I was that's trying important. to convey this to my son. I was having a a, a difficult discussion with him the other day. Mm -hmm. Well said. Because <laughs> I think he just didn't want to hear from me. You know, like <laughs> someone else can walk up to him and say exactly what I said. He'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's a, yeah, I get that." But because it was mom, sure. it was there was some resistance involved. You ain't put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted me to solve his problem and I was not going to solve his okay. problem like no I'm just going to make sure you are equipped to do it yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but um it was it, it was interesting because I was trying to convey to him and again I don't like that word try there is no try mm -hmm. because and I only say try because I don't feel like I succeeded in the way I would have preferred. I got you. I got <laughs> in you. conveying this but explaining to him that you know, right now you are uptight about this. You're anxious about it. You're panicking. You're worried. And what you really want to find is a place of ease about it. Because the ease and effortlessness yeah. is the allowingness of it. That's that space you have to figure out for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, what is it that I need to understand and I told him, I said, wow, you made me think of a, a, a quote that I haven't said in so many years. I didn't re realize. I used to say this all the time to myself and other people. And it was one of the first things I learned when I started studying metaphysics. The best way to keep getting what you're getting is to keep doing what you're doing. 
It's so simple. So simple. The best way to keep getting what you're getting is to keep doing what you're doing. And that led me to put a quote that I put on my Facebook page, I think the next morning, um, was, you know, our emotions inform our thoughts and thoughts create things. Uh-huh. So when we're getting something that we don't like, or we're getting something that we love, and we're saying we're insisting that our action is not tied to it or tied to that experience and we're not willing to change it especially in the case of when you're getting things you don't like or you don't want what are you willing to become i told him i said right now you're doing what you've always done in response to the situation why do you think it's going to change why do you think you're going to have a different occurrence Mm -hmm. because you're not willing to change what you're doing right now, this, so you're having this triggered response, sure. this habit of response. That's right. And you think that it's going to get a yield different result. That can't happen. Mm-hmm. I said, the, you need to ask yourself some questions. What is it that I now have to become? How do I now have to begin to think? What new habit do I need to start working on? That's good. So that I'm yielding a different response from the universe. So I'm yielding a different result. So I'm manifesting something new that I'm not now experiencing. Because that is what shift looks like. That's what you have to happen. So I love that like my first workshop series was shift that shit. You gotta shift that shit. Because you can't, you can't have new stuff right. if you're not willing to, to release the old stuff. I tapped into that with Dr. Joe Dispenza's book. You've heard me mention it before, mm-hmm. but it talks about breaking the habit of being yourself, <laughs> how to lose an old mind and take on a new one. Yes. And it harmonizes with what you just articulated yep. because I think we have a habit of thought, a, a way of being, a state of being that we don't identify and a lot of times we don't identify because we don't do the reflective work. We don't really examine ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we just looking outwardly at our circumstances and our situations. And, and we allow ourselves to uh, flow in the same patterns. Like Cuz says, the brain loves patterns. So mm-hmm. once you're locked into a, a mode of thought, mm-hmm. right, then you thoughts become things mm-hmm. right and i find that it seems like thoughts sometimes trigger emotions and emotions come back and create more thoughts sure. you said something beautifully one time about a thought you remember that because it harmonizes with some other stuff in my tradition where you said something like a thought if you think on a thought for a certain amount of time yes. please go into okay. that cause. <laughs> and I'm this sorry. comes from abraham hicks teachings <laughs> uh-huh. um I, I mentioned 17 seconds yeah. 17 mm-hmm. second rule yeah. so when you think a thought it becomes a thing unto itself okay. and it has the ability to attract. And after that, after you think that thought for 17 seconds, the another thought joins it. Mm. And when you hold those two thoughts for 17 seconds, another thought joins it. Mm. And when you hold those three thoughts for 17 seconds, another thought joins it. Mm. And at that point, you are, you've now reached 68 seconds of that practice thought stream right Right. because it's going to continue to grow you're going to gain momentum and more thoughts are going to come in amplifying whatever the vibrational state of those thoughts are yes Yes. but it's at that 68 second point Mm -hmm. that 
physical manifestation begins to occur. Mm. So the moment you start to accumulate thoughts, you ever have a something happen and the minute you get one thought about it, then you, you panic. You know, it's really easy to recognize when you're having a moment of panic okay. because we're doing it so unconsciously in other ways that it might be tougher to realize it. But when you're having something that's a big deal happening, like like driving or, you know, for people who don't drive, but if you're having something that you have to respond to right away, like, you know, um, whatever, and you're having a thought, especially if it's a fear-based thought, because it gets your attention, it gets mm -hmm. your immediate attention, right? Mm -hmm. And you start, you may have a physical response to it. You may start to sweat, palpitate. You may start to, <laughs> you know, breathe heavily right, <laughs> you right. know, it, it has like you may start to emote you know get some sort of facial expression or whatever sure. but when you like if you're falling over or something you're like oh my god i'm falling and then you start to think about other things right. relative to right. what can occur right. with this fall or how can break i break the fall right like <laughs> slipping on ice right. or what you know puddle or something when you think about how quickly you can accumulate new thoughts mm -hmm. when you're having a response to something mm -hmm. oh my god you know I, you think this and then you think the next thing and then you think the next thing like right. i wish i had a really good example like um i don't know like oh okay so i'll just use um i don't know how many people out there might have this but you know if something happens and you have a delay in pay or something gets cut off right now a lot of people are unemployed and so they were getting more money with their unemployment and now it's a lot less if they're still getting it at all sure. and now it's like uh oh how am i going to get food how's how's the rent going to get paid how's this you know there are things that happen and you can get quickly mm -hmm. into a, a pattern of going down this thought stream right the moment you allow yourself to continue down that thought stream, you're gaining momentum, it gets bigger, it gets bigger, you start having more, it, you know, advanced um, or more amplification in your response to okay. it. Jumping down a rabbit hole. You may, it may even cause you to take some actions that may further exacerbate the problem, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, may Do further amplify the problem, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or happy, you get on a roll, sometimes you you start laughing. Have you ever had an instance where somebody tells something funny and then somebody else says something funny and the next thing you know, you guys are laughing so hard yeah. and you can't even remember what you were laughing about, but one person's giggle triggers somebody else's yeah. laughter somebody Very else's habitual. laughter. Yeah. Very habitual in nature as well. You know, and it feels it feels really good. Yeah. But it's like I can't it was even that funny. Right. I can't remember what we were laughing about, but you know. And now we're laughing about the fact that we're laughing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because you start worrying about the fact that you're worried, right. you right. know. Right. But um <laughs> it's it's just like that. So when you understand the power of that single thought, that's why I also always say Never, ever, ever underestimate the power of your focus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because if you let that one thing trigger the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, now you're actually manifesting mm. along that thought path. And you have to at some point ask yourself, is this what I really want? Is this where I really want to go? Is this what I really want to manifest? <laughs> Lions and tigers and bears. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's, that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Jumping down a rabbit hole, you know, once you it's like once you start to go down that path, <laughs> if you continue on that path, you know, when you look up, it's like where did the sun go? It's like well you got so far 
in this stream of thought. Yes. That you like trap, but you never trap. You know right. what I mean? You can always pivot from that point, but you just have to adjust to the fact that, wait a minute. <laughs> well, you know, but see, Hold here's on, the thing. Please yeah. go ahead. You go, go first. Because I was no, no, no. say. Because I don't know where you go, but I... That was good. Go, go ahead. ahead. I don't want you to lose your thoughts. I, I, I don't even know where I want to go now. I'm a little excited. <laughs> Please, you go. <laughs> but yeah, so you get, you get down the rabbit hole. You've been thinking the thoughts. And life is constantly serving up evidence of that thought in, yeah. ma- in the form of physical manifestations. Because right. now you've filled your space with cooperative components mm. to this crazy train of thought that you have put out there, that you have broadcast. Mm. There, there you are being the adversary yes. to your dreams Actually, more so than the advocate, it's not right? even adversary. It's no? perfect law of attraction. It's got still, you. You're got still you. a cooperative component. Got yeah, you are the cooperative component to great, yourself. Great you need to make a new choice yeah. about whether or not. It's just like people who manufacture drama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you really need the drama to make you feel alive? First of all, you're already breathing. You're already awake. You're already up. Right. Let's let's reorient our definition of what feeling alive and right. useful and energized. Right. You know, you could just you could be just as excited. I tell you what, I have been manifesting amazing things in my life for decades, and there is no limit to the excitement and surprise you can have access to with what you're still able to manifest even when you're used to getting what you want as a matter of fact it's more of a shock to my system when i'm putting out stuff or i'm moving along and something doesn't pop the way i'm like what do you mean what do you mean i can't right 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 it's always things are always working out for me what are you talking about because then i'm just looking for the other direction like okay it's just not coming from you today it's coming from somewhere you know like i'm so invested Right, right, right. In my right, well-being. Right. Sure, sure. That's that's so good, though. You know? It just made me think about um, Samuel Jackson in Jungle Fever. You know what he tells Wesley Snipes? When he asked him for some money, he like, I'm not giving you no money, Gator. He was like, do you want me? <laughs> right. To resort to knocking old folks upside the head for their money. Because right. I'm a, I do it. Right. You know I will. Right, I remember that. He's like, because I'm going to get high. Oh <laughs> wow. Just, oh, I'm going right. to get what I want. Just, right, just the thought, right. man. You know, it's going to This is going to happen. That's right. You can be a cooperative component or sure, not, sure. but it's going to happen. Right. You know, right. it's, but that just right. <laughs> made me think about that. You know, because he was 100% convinced, hey, Oh, I'm, I'm getting high. Right. That's going to happen. Right. You know, that's just right. how that is. Now, I mean, you can people, be a part of that or not. People operate in life like that. Absolutely. You know, or, and the, the flip side of it is, you're trying to make a change, right? So mm-hmm. now you understand that you can change your thoughts and get different results. But now you got to contend with, how do I line up with the new stream of consciousness consistently enough that I'm not making it um, this anomalous thing because money is a really perfect example because this is, I think money and love or relationships is are real two very strong areas Speak where on. we don't trust enough mm. that we can do it consistently and well all the time. Okay, you have one weird wacky experience or something or you're used to just not having it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's all you know what to do with right, right. you got protocol you got responses to that sure, you got sure. you know 
sure. self-talk around that. Right, right. And then the moment you change it, you then have to create the habit of having it. Beautiful. Beautiful. And supporting it right. and understanding, looking around, people who have, okay, what are they doing differently to me? Right. How do they think? What do I, how, what habits That's do they right. have? That's how right. do they manage it? How do they support it? How do they maintain it? How do they care for it? You know, right. because that looks a certain way in the world. When sure. we are operating from love, it looks a certain way in the world. When we're operating from abundance and wealth consciousness, mm -hmm. it looks a certain way in the world. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't look like, oh my God, every little thing defeats me and right. I now feel devastated and I got to go cry. But, you know, it doesn't right. look like that. It doesn't look like a constant temper tantrum. It doesn't look like poor me. Oh, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't look like I need to now go act out so I can get some more attention. It does mm -hmm. not look like that. Right, right, That's right. a whole different realm of consciousness. Sure. That's just like, you know, I, I say all the time that just because things have been a certain way mm -hmm. that's not how things have to be mm -hmm. you know and yep. I think we get so enamored with how things have been up to this point that. and think that that's it's always going to be like that mm -hmm. you know how many times have you heard particularly for black folks be like well it's always been like that mm -hmm. so it's all you know it's this messed up around here that's just how things no no that's how things have been mm -hmm. That's not how things have to be. Right. That's right. If you that's want right. them to be a different way, you have to make, make the that determination change. that they're going to be yep. a different way and then become your best cooperative component exactly. to make it them and be another way. Even so, um, there's a fantastic quote by Bashar. I hope I can get this right without looking at it. Um, that he says, you know, your barometer of change is not how the world out there changes. It's about how your response to the world out there changes, mm -hmm. even when the world out there remains the same. Mm -hmm. That's what change That's is. That's big. I, Wayne Dyer had one similar that helped me. When you change the way that you look at things, the things that you look at change. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, I'm so hearing you guys right now. Yeah. Man, that's, 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 that's good stuff. Cooperative components. I mean, appreciate that offering today, man. Yeah, hey, look, I, um, yeah, it's a song lyric. This is get out of the way of your happiness, <laughs> you know. And I think that being a cooperative component is a large part about that. Sure, you know, stop being the hesitation and the mm -hmm. the hindrance to your own success. You know, some people don't even believe that they can be successful in abundance mm -hmm. and the, the second they speak it oh yeah I, I can i can be i can be that in the back of their mind they're like no you can't yeah they have I no idea where to start or how to but it begins with one thought at a time don't rush it just let it unfold but the, the more you can allow <laughs> change to happen and change is the only constant yeah absolutely you can't escape that so the better you can embrace it the more quickly you can appreciate that things change the easier it becomes to change well things to change happen 17, 17 seconds at a time <laughs> <laughs> yep. you can you, you can hold the thought for 17 seconds yes and keep doing keep doing it 17 seconds at a time you you'll see something exactly <laughs> you'll see you things are change. on your way yeah that awareness is critical and and then shifting into the intentionality of replacing those thoughts uh or or seeding 
yourself with new thoughts that that are akin to the manifestation that you seek i'm thinking yes i love it love it love you guys that was a good one today thank you love you both and thanks oh, for being yeah. cooperative components to such an I know, awesome right? exchange <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up it's been so easy <laughs> until next time grace and peace catch you later Wow, we reached the end of another episode of the Cool Ass Conversations podcast. Where does the time go? Well, on behalf of myself, Ashwin Nicole, and Johnny Holmes II, a.k.a. Apostle, we'd like to thank you, and we appreciate you taking the time out to listen. Please subscribe to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media on Instagram at Cool Ass Conversations. So, until the next time, stay cool. <laughs>